Welcome back to the Rick and Douse podcast. I'm a train wreck, and this is Rick. Yep. This is a very unique intro, but we are here unscripted and raw. Yes, we are. Uh, we are doing a Worst Bosses episode. For those of you at home who know that music, you already knew that. We are going to add a little depth to our roster so that our playoffs are going to be nice and strong. And this mm-hmm. week is no letdown, Rick. Who do we have? Jon Snow. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Voldemort. That's going to be a great one. Denethor. Uh, who is he again? You'll remember. Okay. And Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh. Uh, How'd you like my announcer? My least favorite Liam Neeson. <laughs> On the scale of Liam Neeson to Qui-Gon Jinn, it's definitely a Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, I'm including Schindler's <laughs> List in that one, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, my god. Just so we're entirely clear. Wow. <laughs> You specifically told me not to bring up Hitler on this episode. <laughs> I just said, don't mention my mustache. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, uh, that was a Rick and Daff's tangent. Anyways, um, so who should we start with? I'm thinking we should space out my two favorites, those being Jon Snow and Old Voldy. So, uh, Voldy. Voldy no nos. Voldy is his friend's column. Maybe once. <laughs> <laughs> then they are probably dead. Yes. Okay, Jon Snow. Um, but first, we should probably describe our scale just in case there's somebody who's jumping in late in the game. If you're jumping in this late in the game, well, let me bring you up to speed. We have a scale with four categories, the first being M for misery. The patented mist scale. Yes. M-I-S-D. I is for inconsistency. So that can be either inconsistency in your boss's behavior, in what your job looks like that day, pretty much anything that would keep you constantly on your toes and in constant peril of losing your mind. Uh, Status. Now, status is going to be inverted. If you are, let's say, a famous orchestral neurosurgeon, well, guess what? You're going to do pretty bad on this because that sounds awesome. You'll score a one or a zero. However, if you are a puppy killer... Puppy murderer. Puppy murderer. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, you're going well, to do great. Well, attempted puppy murderer. That's true. That In the case of... Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. Corella de Vils. Corella de Vil. Yeah. Chumps. Yep. Jasper. Jasper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember the other guy's name. Bogsley or something? What? Some, some, <laughs> he was inconsequential. Some English mostly, bloke's name. Mostly Jasper. Anywho. But yeah, you'll do great on that one. So, uh, And then the last one, of course, is danger. And danger is pretty straightforward. And you guys better get your licks in while you can, because danger might get the axe when it comes to the playoffs. It might go away during the playoffs. We're still working out the final format. Uh, there's been a lot of closed-door meetings, mm-hmm. um, arguments. Um, lot, lots of uh, lots of passionate arguments both ways. We had to let half our staff go. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was really brought down the uh, down the people during the July Fourth party we had. Greg from accounting just had a kid too. I felt terrible. Well, Greg should have kept his mouth shut. <laughs> so let's start off with John John Snow, uh, as some of you are familiar with. Before he was, spoiler alert, the king in the north and ended up going and finding out Daenerys was super cute. And sleeping with his aunt slash cousin. Yes, aunt cousin. Cousin aunt. Cousin. Ooh, that sounds like a whole new word we've just invented. Okay, so so on the misery, inconsistency, status, danger scale, Mm -hmm. what would you score him for misery? Misery's got to be high. 
And the reason why it's got to be high, in my you opinion. You're on an ice wall. You're on an ice very wall. Very cold. Yeah. Uh, you're celibate because Quote, that's unquote. a requirement. I mean, there's Miller's Moles Town, which is like where the little brothel outside of town is. But if you get caught, it's a really good thing, by the way, you clarified that because I, for for some reason in my mind, because I never read the books, mm-hmm. just to be honest, I've watched all the show, but I thought Molestown was the outsider's house. Oh, where no, they, no. Where all that guy just sleeps with his own daughters. Oh, no. And I no. was like, geez, that's, you really must be desperate if you're going, like, <laughs> if you're going to that length. No, that guy doesn't <laughs> share his daughters. And it's like a six. Day march yeah, north of really, the wall. So. Well, I thought maybe they were really desperate. <laughs> <laughs> no, Molestown's just on the outside, and uh, and yeah, if you get caught going to Molestown, um, you're gonna get less rations, and you have to work the night shift on the wall. So yeah, but but John Snow never punished anybody for going to Molestown. No, he punished people for lots of things all the time. Well. Yeah, he does seem a little... He learned a heavy hand from his uh, father slash uncle. Yeah, slash Gregor Mormont. Um, but yeah, I it's... So, misery's got to be pretty through the roof. Um, he also I mean, goes and fights zombies. You're, like, being attacked by zombies. Yeah, you're Ooh, being... And a zombie dragon. Yeah, you're being attacked by wildlings, then zombies, then zombie dragons... Um, you're being attacked by your own brothers in arms at some points. Yeah, it's true. And essentially all this is slavery because if you're caught doing a bad crime, you get either the death penalty many, or you go work on the wall. How many of those people volunteered? Cause John Snow volunteered. John Snow volunteered. And his uncle volunteered. Uncle whoever. Uh, yes. His uncle volunteered. The his guy uncle, who turned into a crazy spirit. Yeah. Cold, cold hands. Yeah. Uncle Benjamin. Yeah. Um, Uncle Benjamin was one of the last guys to like volunteer for the wall. There was only <laughs> one actual knight, like a full on knight, who volunteered for the Night's Watch. And that was like nine seasons ago. And their seasons last up to like years. So this is like three generations ago. This guy volunteered. Since then, no one of any stature volunteers. Jon Snow is a bastard. And so he doesn't have a future. Anyways, he can't inherit any lands, so it makes sense that he would go there to try to get some kind of, you know, what anything. Yeah. It's it used to be a status. He's kind of an Eeyore it's type not character. Anymore. Yeah. He is. So, so yeah, I think the real question is: Does this merit a ten? Because we gave Willy Wonka a ten because it's slavery. Yeah. This is everything but slavery. Well, no, it's essentially slavery. It's, like it, working, but then you're in horrible danger. It's a it's a chain gang in the coldest place on earth while being constantly attacked by the undead, and you're not allowed to have sex. The other thing that's strange about this whole plan is that you would send the criminals to go protect everybody. Doesn't mm-hmm. that seem like a really bad plan? Yeah, it's because... That's what brought down the Roman Empire. <laughs> it's because they don't really believe there's anything that bad out there anymore. They pretty much only believe that there's wildings now. Because the the those, stories of... Those crazy Starks that keep saying the winter's coming. Exactly. So it's one of those things where it's like, essentially, you're just supposed to go and man the wall to keep some of the wildlings out from pillaging our fields and How our How are the wildlings farms? even going to supposedly get through? Oh, they climb it all the time. <laughs> all the time it's it's worse than our border wall it's yeah it, it, it is it is literally a Sif. 300 foot wall of ice and these guys just cramp on all the way up it and then go in and steal sheep and things like that why yeah. would okay well anyways <laughs> okay um so what are we gonna give 
I'm going to give a full five for my side of it. It is, it is slate slavery, and you know you're going to die. Either they're going to kill you, you're going to be killed by somebody else, or someone from your own team might decide so to switch teams and kill you. Um, the two scores that I think we're really talking about, we're talking about Willy Wonka and Cersei Lannister, 10 and 9.5. I feel like I can't give less than Cersei for sure. Well, there's no way, because one of Cersei's guys who messes up, his punishment is to go to the wall. Yeah. So, like, that's what they think a punishment is. Is like, you had it good when you worked for Cersei Lannister. Do you th- yeah, right. Do you think that... Do you think that Willy Wonka feeds... He does experiments on him, for sure. Mm-hmm. Candy experiments. Mm-hmm. Do you think this merits breaking breaking the scale... I think I think it is the scale. I think I think it is straight up slavery. But we've already said a ten. Is this an eleven? That's my question. Oh, does it no. go all the way to? Does it go? Is it a spinal tap? Is it go to eleven? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is a ten, but we can't go much past. That. I can't go. I, I can't give a five point two five. No, I can't give. Why? I, I, I this is the worst possible misery you could be in. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's essentially hell. Hmm. It's and, but I can't give more. Nope. I can't give more than five. Nope. Wow, Daffs is holding firm on this. Hey, all those times I would love to have given more to balance out your super low score on somebody who I thought was terrible. Well, buckle up. Because <laughs> uh, what's good for the goose is good for the other goose. <laughs> or the gander. You're really going to give a 9.6 to Gordon Ramsay's? Yeah, gave him a 1, so i got to balance out your score. <laughs> okay, so it gets a full 10. It's a full 10. Inconsistency. I think he's wildly inconsistent. You have said this to me, and I'm just not seeing it. Okay, so Jon Snow... Put it in layman's terms. Jon Snow takes an oath to be celibate and to protect the wall. He breaks both of those. Okay, the celibate thing I think we just need to throw away. Because I don't think there's any person listening to this that would be like, well, said he was going to be celibate, inconsistent, score a five. Okay, so <laughs> so he he goes over the wall. He decides he's going to join the wildlings. Originally, this is a ploy. Yeah, but but then he ultimately fulfills that plan. No, but he, he later decides to protect the wildlings. So he... Hates the wildlings, pretends to like the wildlings, then likes the wildlings, then hates the Night Watch, then joins back to the Night Watch to betray the wildlings, then later lets the wildlings in, betraying thousands of years of the Night Watch. Aren't you, isn't that some of just like what happens when somebody goes undercover? They get a little bit of like that's not Stockholm Syndrome, but something, they start to identify with the people they're with. Okay, but... Breaking with thousands of years of tradition. And he didn't have any FBI training. <laughs> That's not fair. Okay, so then he's killed. He didn't have a handler. So that so then he's killed, right? Mm-hmm. He he protects the kid. Kid ends up killing him along with somebody else. Then he kills the kid. So then he leaves the Night Watch because I'm no longer needed as the Night Watch. And it's not that. It's that he'd already done his time. Exactly. He got killed. Exactly. I've done my time. And I think he was tired of being on the ice hell yep. a wall. So he's officially left the Night Watch. I'm no longer going past the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second. I'm going to go all the way south, he never risk st- my life, talk to some girl with three dragons, and then what do I do? Go right past that wall again. If you work for this guy, you have no idea what work's going to be like on Monday. Well, some of that is the sign of the times. True. If you, but okay, let me put it this way: If you were going to 
be with any of these leaders. Mm -hmm. There are clearly like two that you would rather be with than the rest. Yes. Daenerys Mm -hmm. and Jon. Because the rest of them suck. That's true. But we're not judging Jon based on his situation. We're judging him based on this scale against other people. It's not John versus Cersei. It's only John versus Cersei because she's on the scale. Mm. So it's mostly John versus Willy Wonka. John versus Voldemort. Uh, I'm just like I find a lot of the, the quote unquote inconsistencies that you find very understandable. I'm not saying he's not inconsistent. No, I, I'm, I'm not. just saying like if I was there, I'd be like, Meh, but under- I can see it. But understandableness isn't. What we're looking at here, but is, I think if I can understand it, how inconsistent can it be? If I find that like part of my life is like, whoa, that was wholly unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like I expect you to say and do crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. That's consistent to me. Mm-hmm. I expect Jon Snow to be conflicted all the time and constantly be putting his life in danger. Mm-hmm. Seems very regular. However, if you work for him, if you're one of the characters in the books or in the shows, that is not expected. Not until, not several like Sam. Only Sam is the one who's close enough to him to expect that. The rest of them are like, he's off his rocker again. What's going on? We have no idea which way's up. Wait, we're going past the wall? Why? We just got away from that. Well, there. and then they murder him for it. Yeah. Okay, so literally half his employees <laughs> couldn't take him any longer, so they killed him because of his inconsistency. Because he let the wildlings in, they decide to murder him for the wall. That's true. They do yell for the wall. Literally. Him. <laughs> Half his okay. employees decide to murder him because it's better than working underneath him. Daphs, give me your score. I'm going to go four. You're going to go four. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to go four. I know that I'm going to disappoint you, and I'm really sorry. But I can't. I can't. The best I can do is a 2.5. <sighs> I just don't. I think he's inconsistent, but I like can't say I wouldn't have made any of the same decisions that he makes. And I just like. But that's only because you know his position, because the story is told from his perspective. His employees don't have his perspective; they don't know half of what has happened. But I know. Here's the things I do know. I know he's fair. I know he won't put my, anybody's life in danger that he wouldn't do himself. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm already in, like, my life got way better as a, as a general rule when he took over. Mm. And then when he becomes king of the north. Because I know that he's, like, if he wouldn't send me to do something, he wouldn't do himself. Mm. So I ha- can't give him full points. I can't give him even close to full points. I'm still sticking with four. Okay. So he scores a 6.5. You know what's weird about this? This is making me just love Jon Snow even more than I already loved him. He's okay. No, he's wonderful. You shut your mouth. <laughs> you like what? Tyrion? Tyrion's good. Davos is best. Oh, well, you, you can't go against the Onion Knight. <laughs> exactly. Davos is probably one of the best characters in the entire entire <laughs> book series. And he's so underrated. I don't think he's underrated. He's super. Everyone's always talking about Daenerys and Jon Snow and Tyrion. Tyrion, Tyrion, Tyrion. Tyrion's great. Don't get me wrong. But Davos is probably one of the only honorable men in the entire book. Well, that's a fair point. Well, 
that is still alive. Exactly. Ned, <laughs> Ned Stark died way early. There's a lot of people that, well, and I don't know. And I even think, then, he, he tricked his wife into thinking he had an affair. Well, for honor. I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying. Okay, status. You're on the Night's Watch. That's a really crappy job. So status, it used to have status. But it doesn't anymore. But it doesn't anymore. It's, not, it's like if you, I'm trying to think of what used to have a lot of status that doesn't anymore. Uh, but it Lawyer. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Or, or um, I'm trying to think of a job that's become irrelevant. Executioner. <laughs> executioner. I don't know. Those guys, yeah. They had a lot of status, but no one would touch them. Yeah, it's true. Anyways, uh, status, terrible status. Yeah. Lowly, lowly status. Essentially, everyone who works there is either a rapist, a murderer, a slaver, or some kind of criminal. Or they and just got sold out. Like, somebody hated them and they sent them to the wall. Yeah. Like, but, that's but, what happened to Sam. He's like, you suck. You're going to the wall. You're my crappiest son. But everyone would say, oh, yeah, that's what happened to me. But everyone assumes that you're probably a murderer or something. That's true. If you, They know you're on the wall. Yeah. But you it's never really. Awful. But you don't see anybody. No, you don't really see anyone. When you sneak down to Mole Town, what do they think? No, I mean, as long as you have money, they, they don't, don't really, really care. care. My question is, do you score less because nobody even sees you? Um, Does your status like it's like if you were a pariah, but then you never saw anybody ever again? I guess you know you it's, still you still carry the stigma. Upon it's essentially you. death row. I don't yeah. know anyone personally on death row. But I have a stigma culturally ingrained in me. I've got to give it at least at least a four. At least. I'm thinking it's a four or 4.5. Puppy murderer. I was just going to say, puppy murderer is a solid five. Yeah, pup, puppy murderer is pretty bad. Yeah. Um, this one, you're, nobody knows your crime. No. But they know you're a criminal. So yeah. I'm going to go 4.5. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. Okay, solid nine. He is... He's scoring well. He's doing pretty uh, good. Danger, I think that's an open and shut. I'm going to give a full five. It has to be full five. Yeah. I mean, literally everything tries to kill you, even your teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Zombies, dragons, wildlings, your own men. Mm-hmm. Nature. Kings, queens, the other kings, queens, yeah, that's the other f- other kings, queens. That's a full ten. This is part of the reason why danger won't be allowed. Exactly. <laughs> for the, it, the does, it does a lot of heavy lifting for you. Okay. And now my personal favorite, Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, I can't remember how to spell Qui-Gon Jinn, but I don't think it's like you spell actual Jinn. But don't worry about it. I think it's a J-I-N. Kind listener, you don't need to know. J-Y-N? Misery. So in this scenario, you are who? I uh, guess you're Obi-Wan, huh? You're Obi-Wan or one of the other... Okay, Misery. I'm not that miserable, to be honest. I'm a Jedi Knight. My master is um, fairly respected. He's not on the council, though. No. Because he's too wayward, Yeah, I think. Like, he he's kind of... He does a form of Jedi powering that's called the way or some, something similar to that. He doesn't hasn't, hasn't put down any roots, and he hasn't really followed the uh, the scheme of things. The he kind of has his own stuff. Yeah, he has... He... I actually read up on him a little bit. His, like, Jedi code is slightly different than the Council's. And so they tolerate him, but they're not big fans. So I think that I would be slightly miserable knowing that my upward mobility would probably be capped by the fact that... That you were trained by Qui-Gon Jinn. By, by the fact that my, my, uh, 
my master is kind of looked down upon by mm-hmm. the rest of everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's, is that a one or a two? I'm probably not that miserable. I signed up for this. Yeah, I mean, you could always leave if you really wanted to. Yeah, you could, always, you, there. you could always request a transfer. Although, I mean... I like to transfer to Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> you are looked down upon by a lot of people. People really don't like you whenever you show up. Well, but that's... But I, but nor should they, because you show up and people die. <laughs> yeah, so I would say misery. I mean, yeah, I'd give it a, a 1.5. I mean, you are kind of like... Sent off to random planets, do stuff. I'm going to give it a two. Aren't you also have to be celibate for that, too? Probably three. <laughs> 2.5. I'm going to stick with three. Because, I mean, some of them have kids. Like They clearly must. Who has kids besides Anakin? Anakin has kids. Um, where do all the other Jedis come from? Just random. That's part of the problem with their order. I mean, it seems it's unsustainable. No wonder they all died out. Someone's got to be a bigger nerd than us out here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, if if you know what a Jedi wedding looks like <laughs> uh, or have participated in one, please write us at rickanddafts at gmail.com. Let us know. Um, I think they can get married and have kids. I think that would be attachment. I, I think, think that that would weaken them overall. I think they're like Episcopalian. They're not Catholic. <laughs> I think that's the difference. I, I don't know. I'm going to give it a solid three, though. Okay. Just for the supposed celibacy. <laughs> So 5.5. <laughs> inconsistency. I think that personally I see many inconsistencies. Uh, for one thing, you show up to negotiate a trade deal and destroy the ship. That's pretty inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And two, as we've talked about, <laughs> he he saves Anakin, yet just leaves his mom imprisoned. <laughs> Yeah, let's not forget, money is not really an issue for these guys. They have this immense ship that's, like, state-of-the-art and incredible. Also, he's got his Jedi mind powers. Although which, it doesn't work on that yeah, one Yeah, but he still uses it on the dice. He's still using it all the time. Plus, yeah. he just, like, just blew up an entire, like, space station. Mm-hmm. Yet, like, all of a sudden he's like, well, I can't interfere with the natural order of things on this planet. Yeah. I'll only save the boy. Yeah, I can't imagine what Anakin would turn out with a mother figure. Yeah, in his life. just you know, Qui Gon, this is all your fault. Basically, Darth Vader doesn't exist if he has a mother with him to help him be like, "Hey, snap out of it." And it's not like they couldn't find something for her to do. Like literally, anything you asked her to do would be better than slavery, right? Be like, "Hey, can you?" Uh, nobody learn ever how goes. To pilot and a ship? also, how come nobody ever goes back and tries to get her out of it? Doesn't he go back at some point? Yeah, as but... like a teenager? Yeah, but... I I don't know. But he, he's a teenager. So he goes from like seven or eight to like a teenager and nobody's like, hey, we should probably get this whiz kid's mom out of slavery. <laughs> Before he loses his <laughs> legs and mind. Yeah, right? <laughs> Comes and after like, us. He seems a little unstable. I wonder what would happen if we got his mom back. <laughs> Nobody yeah. ever thought of that. Apparently, Psych 101 wasn't something that the Jedi were into. Plus, they had droids, which, as we learned, are very expensive and worthwhile and live longer than humans. So you could easily trade a droid, which is considered a second-class citizen and not really a human being or a real person, for his mom. And they just didn't think of that? 
Mm-hmm. Like, come back when you're 17 instead of seeing your mom. I'm, there are reclaim many, C3PO. There are many more examples as to why he's inconsistent, but those two alone give him a five for me. Yeah. The blowing and like the destruction of this base station as soon as she shows up. Now, don't get me wrong, I also love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the leaving the mom in slavery, I'm not as big of a fan of. Yeah. So it's a big five for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go four point five. Four point. Oh, okay. 4. So 5. not a ten. Not a full. Not a full ten. He's not as inconsistent as other people. But he has two major inconsistencies. He does, but I feel like they're spread out. Whereas I feel like. You get, like, inconsistency twice a day with Michael Scott. That's true. But when they really counted, he just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Four by five. I'm just saying, like, if he'd been like, hey, we're taking the kid and his mom, and the guy's like, you can't do that. He's like, I'm a freaking Jedi. Try and stop me. Mm-hmm. I'll kill you. They would have just been like, whoa, okay. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> just back off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no one to use your power. Maybe on the space station you don't destroy the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Maybe that was the time to hold back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> status. You are a Jedi. High status. High status in certain circles. Low status in other circles. I don't think it can be that low. I mean, what's the lowest? People no one, don't like you. No one likes when you yeah, show up. Yeah, but status is still is not necessarily whether they like you or not. It's whether they respect you. Yeah, that's like true. if if somebody's like, "Hey, where's your, what's going on with your son? Oh, he's a Jedi." They'd be like, "What? Your son is a Jedi? Mm-hmm. That's amazing." They would be impressed. Yeah, it would be like being a doctor. He's a surgeon. He's a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tomato. Tomato. Or, as you've said, tomato in a coach bag. <laughs> My favorite Daft's quote from the show. What? As when we were talking about the invisibility cloak. <laughs> You're just going into the store and stealing tomatoes and coach bags. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Very strange. Re- well, you don't remember half the stuff you say. It's That's a really good thing we've cataloged it all here so we can play it back for you later. <laughs> That's true. Um, if I'm really sharp, I'll put that at the end of the episode. <laughs> We'll see. It might not happen. Anyways, uh, so status for you. I, like, any arguments against? I mean, I know people don't like you, but they have to respect you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not royalty or anything like that, but uh, I'd say status, you'd probably get like a, I don't know, a two? Because it's inverted, right? Yeah, it's inverted. So, yeah, um, I'll give you like a two. I'm going to go one, because I think it has to score better than Darth Vader's generals. I think there are less... Jedi than there are generals. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go one, so three. Danger, again, quite high. Massive. I don't know if I can give it a ten, though. Or no. five. I think I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, four. One, you volunteer for the danger. Two, you know how to fight. Yeah, and you're, like, almost unkillable. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, they won't let you fight using anything except for a stick. <laughs> I, I don't entirely. If they let them that. use guns, I mean, how much more deadly would they be? Or how about you just allowed to use that lightning finger bolts things like yeah, just, all the time? All the time, <laughs> just shocking and killing you're thousands. T- you're telling me that that wouldn't come useful? What about so, all the times you're tied up? Just turn around and zap the guy from behind you. Yeah, they can jump super high. Yeah. Um, but apparently using the lightning is not, is illegal. It's just weird. No wonder so many go to the dark side. <laughs> but even in the dark side, they don't really use... I mean, there's a, a, a gun big enough to blow up a planet, 
but they don't use it like when it's useful. It was a little bit of a Hitler overkill there, wasn't it? It was. They were like, they could just do whatever. They're like, no, we're going to build the biggest space station in the universe and blow up the world. And it's weird that like. Shockingly, it didn't work out. No. (laughs) It's weird that like all the stormtroopers who can't shoot, pardon me, who can't shoot at all are given guns. And yet the actual leader who would be great with a gun is like, I'm only going to use this stick. Well, but he can use it to block lasers, which is pretty cool. Which that makes sense. But he could probably do that with one hand and then be firing a gun with the other. You would imagine. Yeah, especially, like, and I mean, I understand that, like, it'd be better to have two hands, but, I mean, for dexterity. But these guys are Jedi. I feel like they could probably do that with their eyes closed. Block the... Not to mention the fact that Vader has a metallic hand. He's got, like, a a cyborg hand. Because he lost it. Why can't you just put miniature... uh, lightsabers on each finger <laughs> and have just five lightsabers where you can just slash at somebody. Wouldn't that make so much more sense? Here's another question. How is weapons technology so far outpaced shield technology? There's literally no shielding of any kind. Yeah, there's only the only shielding that you have is the, the droids in yeah, War of Clones. Yeah, they have to use generators. Some of them have those little bubble shields that go around them on the rolling yeah, ones, but that's still, it. Still, like, really... You yeah. couldn't you couldn't give your Jedi a shield. Yeah, that's too much. Honestly, you only have so many of them. You imagine a a, a really polished metal or a mirror would probably bounce just, that laser right just back. Anything really. So uh, four for me. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say four. Okay, that's an eight. That was a really weird digression complaint. Uh, <laughs> but I liked where it ended. Yeah. Um. Okay. So he scored. Mm, I think. He scored reasonably well. He's not going to be one of our top performers, I don't think. No. Um, okay. Denethor from Lord of the Rings. And you don't think you know him, but I promise any of you that see Lord of the Rings, you know him. He is the steward of Gondor? Mm-hmm. That is true. And uh, he's a very just he's repugnant a ter- person. He's a terrible father. A, a horrible father. In this situation, are you a son I imagine that you or are. Or you're one of the random guards or what? Or maybe like Pippin. Isn't Pippin like the hand Eek. of the steward in that one he's, part? Yeah, he's like his servant person. Yeah. So I think uh, pretty much anyone underneath him. Um, but yeah, you'd he, have to be close enough to be like around him all the time. He mm-hmm. loves Boromir. He hates Faramir. Although Faramir does a way better job being a son than Boromir does. Mm. Once again, another another episode with Sean Bean dying. What's up with that, man? <laughs> Sean Bean just professionally dies. He just dies that's all his, the time. That's his specialty. Waiting for the boss on the way to an acting gig. <laughs> Drops dead. <laughs> it would be great if he did that for real. Like, he just took a cameo where he just shows up and immediately gets shot. <laughs> In, like, every movie. He's the new Stan Lee. He's like, you're constantly waiting for, like, some guy in the background to get hit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember when I first started watching Lord of the, or Game of Thrones, because mm-hmm. I hadn't read any of the books. I was like, yeah, I like that, uh, I like that Neddard Stark. And you're like, don't get attached. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Ooh. You sweet summer child. <laughs> you have no idea what you're in for. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Denethor. So some highlights for him. Uh, he's the father of Boromir and Faramir. Uh, for some weird reason, hates Faramir. Mm-hmm. Like, just hates him. Uh, loves, loves Boromir. Um, he's pretty crappy as, like, a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, really just kind of lives in his tower 
uh, eating like succulent f- foods and yeah, he's like, got a weird greasy food obsession. Yeah, and <laughs> very uncomfortable. And like, well, the rest of his people suffer. Mm-hmm. Um, he sends his only living son basically to die. Uh, for some unknown reason. Yeah, for a really dumb reason. And then when Faramir it does get does get horribly injured. Horribly injured, but not dead. Not dead. He thinks he's dead, even though he's clearly not, and tries to burn him alive <laughs> in a pyre with he, himself. He, he's going to commit suicide. He's going to take the coward's way out. <clears throat> it's he's just, like. He's like, first off, he's like, go. He's like, you coward, you you go out and you fight and you take back that city that you lost, Faramir, you loser. Mm. And then he gets basically killed. He comes back. He's like, oh, no, all was lost. I'm going to commit suicide by burning. Uh, and then tries to kill himself, mm. which if that's not inconsistency. He's clearly got some psychosocial issues that he needs to work out. Yeah, he does have some some inconsistency issues for sure. Um, pretty much everyone hates him. No one likes working underneath him. Mm-mm. You're you're uh, you're pretty miserable. He he is the quintessential guy who knows he'll never like amount like go, get the king's chair. Also, how much of that do you think is? <laughs> if you haven't noticed, like in the movie, he has to sit in that small chair. Yeah, next underneath to the, the big chair. Yeah, how much is that? Is that? Do you think maybe you start off just like a normal guy, mm-hmm. and then day after day of sitting underneath that really nice throne, you just got crazy? You know, he sat in it once. Oh, definitely. I was actually just thinking about that. Wouldn't you like think that the guards would come in just randomly and find him drunk sitting in the king's chair? I mean, what are they gonna do? There's yeah. nothing they can do about it. No, there's no king. No, I'm surprised he just didn't declare himself king. You seem crazy enough. Anywho, misery. Well, it's a a time of terrible war. Mm -hmm. Um, He clearly doesn't care about the people at all. Mm. Um, Doesn't really care if you get killed. Doesn't seem to. Um, And he's, like you were saying, seems to be obsessed with his terrible, greasy foods. Yeah. And, oh, and he wants you to sing him songs. Yeah. Yeah, he's um he's a pretty terrible boss. Yeah. In general. <clears throat> just um, a really just awful person. No kidding. So yeah, um I would say for for misery, I'm gonna give him a three point five or four. It's hard to Okay, I'm trying to put myself who are we judging him as? Faramir or a soldier? I'm imagining a soldier. It's different than having a dad. It has to be a close, close um, person to him. And like one of the guards or like Pippin. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's, I would be pretty miserable being under him. I'm going to give him at least a a 3.54 areas where I'm thinking. The reason being, he probably won't have me killed like intentionally from like punishment, mm-hmm. but he'll definitely be negligent with my life. Oh yeah, uh, wouldn't care if I died. No, and is very selfish. Absolutely, I'm giving him a four. Your thoughts? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. You're gonna go four too? Yeah. Nice. Your thoughts? Just that you just agree that he's a terrible person. Yeah, he's terrible. He I'm just trying to has think a really like... punchable face too. It would just, it would just suck. It would just constantly suck working for him. And like, if 
he weren't there and a different boss were there, your job would be probably pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Being a guard. You'd be like, like, yeah, I'm the I'm the king I'm the steward's a, guard. This is a, Let's a great say, job. Uh, but because there's one guy's there, you're like, this just is just the worst. Switched out with anybody, really. Yeah. Gaston, even though he's kind of weird. Elsa, again, yeah. much better. Uh, let's see. Tobias being gay. I mean, you'd have another set of problems, but still, I mean. It'd be better. He wouldn't treat you like crap. No. Tobias is at least, he's negligent and stupid, but not intentionally. No. <laughs> um, so, inconsistency. Sending your son out to die and then trying to kill yourself when you find out he's dead. Does seem very inconsistent to me. He also abandons the town, although I'm not sure how inconsistent that is with his character. He seems pretty cowardly. He does, and he. I mean, he he's pretty much a a, a jerk. He's whole, a terrible person the whole way through. Yeah, you can pretty much factor on him being ungrateful for your sacrifice, and annoying. But. Yeah. He is a little inconsistent. I mean... I think mostly what I'm thinking of that, like, makes him me feel like he deserves some points is the sending your son to die and then being like, oh, my gosh, my son is dead. I'm going to murder him and myself. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to burn us all alive. I'd give him a 2.5. I'm going to go three for the attempted murder of your son. Okay. Um, where Gandalf has to intervene to try and save your son's life. <laughs> Because you were going to murder him. Status, that's pretty high, I'd say. I'd give you at least a at least a two. That's that's the highest I could possibly go. Yeah. And I, then maybe I'd probably give him a one. Two? Or one why one? I mean like so. In Gondor is, are you like I feel like you I uh, you're, you're the about guard. A, you're about as high as you can I, go. Two, because I think there are probably some rich business Gondorian men or something. I don't know. It's a pretty nice town. I'm going to go two. Yeah, okay. 1.5. What? <laughs> All right. 3.5 for status. He scored really poorly. Uh, well, sorry, what did you give him for inconsistency? Uh, didn't I give him a 2.5? 2, 2. Did you? I don't know if I... I, I didn't so. write it down, and I don't know yeah. if I asked. I just skipped over it. Danger, high. High. Very high. High danger. Very high. Um, also, due to his negligence, your danger is even worse. Because he just, like, is crazy. He's just like, go take back that town. No battle strategy. Yeah. No real anything. And then when the battle actually comes, he just doesn't do anything. No. He just... Gandalf has to take over. Yeah. That's the worst. Well, it's not the worst that Gandalf... But, like, you're late... Uh, it'd be like... The hospice center is under attack, and your manager leaves, and an interim manager comes in, trying to defend the walls. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know that. That manager doesn't know the, the 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 fortifications. No, she doesn't have any idea. No, how is she going to defend the hospice center? No, that's what I'm saying. Um, I'm going to say for danger. I mean, you're you're facing the worst armies. Yeah, the worst armies. Hordes, and they're like they're firing uh, flaming heads over the wall. Yeah, uh, orcs. Mm. I'm gonna. Oh, it's kinda, I'm gonna say four point five. Got to be five. I'm gonna go four point five because I feel like Jon Snow is. It's well. Oh man, that's a tough one. I mean, because we it, we've been pretty liberal with our tens. We have, and and but Jon Snow, I think, is a really a true ten because 
they actually Iron seek, Man got a ten. They seek out danger. Captain whereas these Hook guys got a are 10. just kind of defending their own. Rick home. Sanchez, Batman, Dumbledore got a ten. Yeah, you're right. I have to give a ten or five. Sorry. Yeah. Are you gonna give a five? Yep. Okay. Well, that is Denethor. We'll see how he scored. Um, and last but not least, Daph's your favorite character. Oh, Voldemort. Ah, uh, Morty. Voldy, Voldy. All right. Uh, quick into it. Misery. Mm-hmm. How miserable are you if you're a follower? You are incredibly you miserable. But you want to be there. You're, you, it's a do fo- you? Well, some of them seem to. At the beginning, they were all into it. Here, let me let me let me poke a hole. in They that were real into fast. this cult, and then things got bad, and then they wanted to leave. But exactly, they were in the this beginning. Cult. You were they were into it. Mm, they were into it. Yeah, they were in this cult. Then things went totally bad, mm-hmm. and everyone scattered and pretended they were no longer in that cult. He then comes back, right? All the dark marks show, showing up in people's like arms, forearms, wherever they got the tattoo. Some of them don't even come back. Even though they know that Voldemort will track them down and kill them. Yeah, but they had sold them out. Yeah, some of them did. But, like, other ones, like... That's true, Snape showed up. But Snape's just crazy. Yeah. But, like, that's a thing. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking of somebody, a thing else you said. Something about none of them save Snape could take a punch. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Basically, I just walk around all day with your quotes in my head. That's when I'm progressively becoming crazier and more more erratic. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, it's so bad that, like, I mean, think about it. If you're if you're one of Voldemort's employees, you're essentially um, Peter Pettigrew. So yeah, it's like, spineless, or, or shivering. The, yeah, or that guy who um, Professor Quimble, whatever he was. Oh, Quimble. Oh gosh, I want to say Quimby, but that's yeah. not it. No, what, uh, the 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 guy Quirrell. who yeah, the guy who was on the back of his head, quivering Professor Quirrell. Yeah, uh, they're miserable. I mean, just one of them literally is sucking your life source out of the back yeah, of your head. Yeah, but they're into it. It's like a really unhealthy relationship. Are they into it, or they're are they? It. Do they have to do that because they know they'll be killed if they don't? Yeah, I think they're into it. I think they're into it. I mean, I'm. If it was me, yeah, I'd be miserable. I'd be like, "How did I end up in this crazy death cult?" Mm-hmm. Especially because they have no purpose. Yeah. I mean, at least at least they should be grifting and getting some money. Also, why is everything so dark? Why does it all have to be black? Why can't we be rich and living an opulent pleasure? Yeah. Like, I mean, if he would just. <laughs> This is an argument for the misery. If you would just lighten up the tones a little bit, let us dress in some nice gold and in some maroon, uh, maybe like let us have some light. I don't know, chandeliers made of gold. Let me start grifting on the side, then I'm totally in. Why can't right. we be a nice cult like the Care Bears? Why does it have to even be a nice cult? Why can't we just be about enriching ourselves? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I wanted to have an Elks Club. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But. That would be hilarious if one of them was just like, I thought, I thought we were, I thought we were doing some totally different guys. This is not what I thought. Jerry, uh, why weren't you at the battle this weekend, dude? I'm in like so many different clubs. Okay. <laughs> The Elks had a potluck. The Freemasons had a whole workshop. I couldn't make it over there. But you're just like one of the most powerful wizards, so they can't kill you. My kid's in Kiwanis. I mean, it's just like, it's awful. I, I, made, I murdered three guys to make up for it. Here's their here's their wands. Okay, fine. Where are their gold rings? No, I kept those. Those are for me. 
That's all I'm saying. Oh. Um, so, yes, I think there is some misery. I do think they're all miserable. I do think it's a good point that you bring up, though. Are we talking post-return or pre-fall? Because um, I think you're riding the gravy train if it's pre-like Harry Potter. Yeah. Speaking of, is it is it, is it a PHP or PHP? Post-Harry um, or pre-Harry? <laughs> Are we talking about the totality? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's pre-scar and post-scar, but you got to find a cool pre-scar way of saying that. Post-scar because that's the event. Pre-scar, after-scar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, um, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, are we talking about after he loses his power and he has to come back? Are we talking? Because I mean, like I said, it's a gravy train at the beginning. It is. Gravy They're train, all into it. But most of the books take place that's well after. True. Yeah. Okay. We're. You're right. We are judging post scar okay yeah okay that's fair so i think yeah the misery's higher post scar yes because he doesn't have the same power he comes back and he's just kind of crazy he's more obsessed with killing harry potter than doing anything else Mm -hmm. like if he'd just been like well that kid beat me but whatever and i'm just gonna move on with my life he needed some therapy Mm -hmm. (laughs) probably for more reasons than that but that specific reason he really needed to just let that go also I mean, just as a total aside, can we talk about the fact that Harry Potter was in Witsec the entire time, and then they're like, you're 11. You're old enough to defend yourself. Right. We're going to send you off to the most, like, public of public schools that everybody knows about with the quote-unquote most powerful wizard who's also a little bit of a sociopath. Yeah. Oh, and one of the professors there may or may not have been a Death Eater. Good thing you're not easily recognizable by a giant scar on your face. And then he even changed his name. No. (laughs) That that witness protection 101. Your name is now Jared Buscemi. They're like, "What, what? Steve Buscemi's brother. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> You're his second uncle. His second cousin. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's a really good point. I mean, that's terribly inconsistent. High marks for Dumbledore yet again. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> we didn't even mention that, but I mean, that's. I mean, he could have definitely had influence over that. Anything. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> there's definitely no social net for any safety net for anybody in the wizarding world. No. It's not something they believe in. No. So don't go thinking it's all so great. <laughs> all right. So miserable. Let's get back to that. Mis- misery is going to be high. It's got to be high. I'm going to give it a three. I think I'm pretty miserable, but I also kind of want to be. I'm hoping that it, I'm trying to imagine myself as one of those people because I'm kind of evil, right? Like, I mean, if yeah. I'm in the group, I'm kind of evil. Yeah, you should be So, evil. like, I'm kind of miserable, but I'm also hoping it'll turn around so that I'll be able to get some sweet, sweet moolah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not in it for any altruistic purposes. Yeah. I mean, you're in Azkaban, but you're just waiting to escape and then be evil Well, again, I mean, so. Beatrix Lestrange or whatever, she was a hardcore. I mean, I don't think Fenrir, she was miserable at all. Fenris, I think if you were crazy, you'd be totally into it. I oh. don't think that she was miserable at all. No, not at all. She was definitely, they were definitely hooking up. There's no way around that, right? Yeah. Daft's looks says it all. Um, if I'm an average follower, though, I'm going to say it's a three. Yeah. I'll three for misery. Okay. So a that. total of six. Starting off, meh. Voldemort, you've got to impress us. Inconsistency. Daft's go. I feel like you've got a lot to say on this matter. He's very inconsistent. 
He's all like, we need to kill Harry at all costs. And then he's like, I need to regroup my strength. And then he's like, nope, we're going to do a full-on frontal assault. This whole time, we've been kind of in the shadows. Let's not let anybody actually know I'm back. And then he gets reckless and starts just attacking. Well, but that plan did work with the kidnapping of Harry. That did work. Yeah. That plan was actually successful. Um, What isn't... I think what is inconsistent about him, one, is that he does, like, he, for some reason, like, gets off on, he's kind of Mm Stalin-esque. He loves intimidating and frightening his subordinates. Yes. And, like, he probably had some of their family members killed just for fun, just to keep them in line type of deal. Um, Whereas, I but the whole, like, obsession with Harry Potter kind of derailed his mission. Like, why at the end of the books is he trying to kill, like, attack the school? Um, he's, like, trying to, why, like, he's trying to attack the school at the end of the books because... Um, he's already got the super wand. I mean, what's the, like... <laughs> well, I don't... He just wants to kill Harry Potter. I think that's his whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just like, I gotta kill that, gotta kill that little kid. It's been a while since I read the books. But he's just, like, obsessed with it. It's yeah. like, it's like, dude, you already took over England. Mm-hmm. Just, like, what do you care? Yeah. You could easily be the Minister of Magic or whatever and walk around with a bunch of auras. They could probably kill Harry and call mm-hmm. it a day. But instead, you just, like, you got sidetracked. Mm-hmm. He, he probably could have taken over Belgium. Probably yeah. could have worked his way into France. Yeah, he would not have had a uh, a Russian winter problem. No, no, exactly. I don't like he gets sidetracked. I think that's pretty inconsistent. Mm-hmm. His his whole obsession with killing Harry Potter is pretty inconsistent. Um, but other than that, I don't know how inconsistent he is. But like I said, he he is kind of like messing with his followers. I mean, like I said, he probably killed some of them. Yeah, like killed their family members. So I'm going to give him another three to four. I'm going to give him a three. I'm going to agree with you. So another six. I know some of you at home are thinking that's not a good score. But in but remember, Rick Sanchez also started off with two sixes. And mm-hmm. then by the end of it, he had broken the record. Mm-hmm. Now, that record has it's been shattered. Yes. <laughs> However, he can still manage a respectable score. Status. Um, are we talking about in the wizarding world or in like the rest of like in the Voldemort cult crew? Well, Voldemort cult cult crew, like you'd be Vol- super high status if you were like close follower. Yeah, if you were a close follower, you'd be high. But it's essentially for the universe that you're living in. So yeah, they all hate you. You're as low. You're essentially a Nazi. You're as yeah. low as you possibly can go. But so there are. Does their fear raise your status? That's all I'm asking. Like, is being like because like. Obviously, Hitler is a horrible person, mm-hmm. but because he is in charge of the army, like, are you more afraid of him? So, hence, does his status change? That kind of a deal. Yeah, like inf- infamy is still yeah, famousness. it's still a status. Yeah, that's a really tough one. I'm I'm still gonna Most- say if your goal is to go around and kill a baby that you failed to kill earlier, and you're helping that guy out. <laughs> that's pretty pathetic. That's about as bad as a puppy killer. So, baby killer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I'm gonna say you probably get five this, for oh, statuses. Can we? I oh man. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you. I, it's definitely, it's definitely a five. 
but my question is now, because of that, like, if you put it, phrase it that way, do we need to go back to the inconsistency? Because he's just, like, obsessed with this whole Harry Potter deal. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, can't get off of it. Yeah. I'd be like, boss, we already won. <laughs> that kid's living out in the woods. We don't even know where he is. What do you care? He's like, no, I've got to kill him. I'd be pretty annoyed. Well, I mean, he wants to kill him because Harry's trying to track down the Horcruxes and destroy them. <laughs> Still. <laughs> Yeah. So are a lot of people. Yeah. But you're worried about the 17-year-old. Yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecy. I'd be very annoyed. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell him because he'd kill me. <laughs> I'm going to go back and amend my score and give him a four. Would you like to do the same? No. Okay. Well, he did earn one more point for me from his stupidity. <laughs> Danger. Danger's incredibly it's high. It's got to be a 10. It's got to be a 10. Because uh, your whole purpose is to intimidate, murder people, and you're constantly killing people. If you're captured, you get killed. Yeah, they, uh, they kill you. Or you sent to where you, they suck out your soul. Your boss kills you. Yeah. Everyone kills it's you. It's awful. It's awful. Um, I do not recommend being a Death Eater. Kids, <laughs> if you're listening at home right now. Don't do it. I, I mean, mean I, I know that it sounds like a good gig, getting all that sweet grifting money. Take the survey, they'll say, oh, you should build birdhouses, or you should go into some kind of plumbing or electrician. But, yeah, don't choose Death Eater. Wouldn't it be very strange if there was, like, a <laughs> Death Eater is just the only thing you could possibly do? Maybe that's how he got his followers. Maybe he started off with, like, a rigged uh, test where he just, like, brought it around. He's like, what should I do? Uh, take this test. You look like you're lost and confused. Hmm, it says you should follow me. <laughs> Do you know that's what I got when I took that test thing? Death was, Eater? No, it was, was bird house maker <laughs> or politician. And I was like, Nothing uh, in between. Those are very different. They're very different. So you should be either living like in Leavenworth building Bavarian birdhouses. Yes. Or lying to the American public. Yes. So I really, they chose nursing. <laughs> I don't see the bird making, uh, the birdhouse making, but I definitely see the lying to society. Oh, I can never be a politician. <laughs> that being said, if you guys voted for me, I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say no to the job. I mean, with the candidates that we came across recently, I, I mean, you'd definitely be, you'd have my vote of that group. I, uh, I do a mean Bernie impression <laughs> now that we've done so much Bob Kazamakis work. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm selling to the West. <laughs> That's another Daffs. Just, I've got Daffs quotes just like on the top of my head. There's just a, a little uh, sound like bar thing. You click different ones. Just when I'm feeling blue, I just <laughs> listen to your voice. It soothes me. I'm like the Hulk, but like <laughs> I have to hear Daffs quotes to calm down. <laughs> the sun's going down, big guy. We're unscripted and raw. <laughs> I'm just getting all crazy. We're on script and rod. It's okay. All right. Uh, so off the top of your head, Daffs, because we have finished, and I have contabulated. Mm-hmm. A word that I made up recently on one of the previous episodes, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with it. I've contabulated these votes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think scored the best? I think Jon Snow crushed it. You do, huh? I do. Oh, contabulate is a word. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's a word. But... Nah. No, it's not a word. It's a floor with boards. <laughs> really? It does not mean anything about counting. <laughs> nah, whatever. <laughs> I 
I think I think I think it's one of those Shakespearean words <laughs> where it's a word that everyone knows exactly what you mean when you say it, but it's not but it's a not word. a real word no. until people use it enough. Yeah. We have to get that into the common vernacular. He made a lot of really interesting words that I was like, wait, that wasn't a word till... But till it then. so clearly means that. Yeah. It even sounds like it means that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you are correct that Jon Snow scored the highest, but I'll save him for last. Um, working in reverse order, Voldemort. He did the exact Rick Sanchez and then some. 31? He scored 33. 33. Six for misery, seven for inconsistency. Thanks to me, I gave him mm-hmm. that extra point. But he still would have scored a 32. Uh, status, lowly. You, child murderer, 10. Uh, and danger, obviously, another 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a 33. Uh, Denethor, 27. Uh, that's not bad. No. Um, where he did poorly was the status. Yeah. And the the son murdering didn't give him like if he had like maybe murdered Gandalf mm-hmm. that would have been higher inconsistency. Mm-hmm. If he had like freaked out and tried to kill Gandalf, then I he could have gotten a fives. Yeah. But he just tried to murder his own son. Yeah. Which I mean, how many parents have haven't tried that? I mean, did he try to murder Pippin? Uh, no, but he did like hit him in the head or something yeah. like that yeah. with his cane or something. <laughs> Definitely went nuts. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did have a mental breakdown. Does that give him any points? Can we give him any extra? Probably not. Probably not. But he will be making the playoffs. 27. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn, afraid. He he still made the cutoff for the playoffs, but only scored a 26. Oh, okay. So he is right around the, let's see, Henry VIII scored a 27. And I don't think anybody else, Captain Kirk scored a 27. Peter Pan scored a 26. So he's in that kind of area, yeah. which seems fair. Um, and you're right. Jon Snow scored very well. Um, he is now our second highest score. Really? He scored a 35.5 downs. Did he bump off Cersei? Uh, oh, yeah. Cersei uh, only scored a 29. Um, Iron Man is who he, he bumped. Mm. Iron Man had a 31. And Jon Snow is now at 35. And, and our leader is still... Captain Hook. Yes. Captain Hook came out of nowhere. Wasn't even supposed to be on the episode. No. Stole the show. Yeah. If you think about it, he's really the worst. He is, like, he is the perfect combination of terrible situation with terrible leadership. Yeah. And completely inconsistent. <laughs> Just tries to kill himself <laughs> and says not to kill himself. Yes. Yeah, he's totally nuts. Don't try to stop me, Shmi. What are you doing, Shmi? Stop me. <laughs> I'm standing here with a gun to my head. <laughs> well, then just murdering his own men. Just yeah. Just randomly. Yeah. <laughs> like three or four times in that film. <laughs> All the time. His regard for human life is knows no bounds. No. Um, so let's see here. Uh, if I was going to really quickly try and run down like our top five, let's say. Um, obviously at the top, we have Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Jon Snow... Next, uh, at 35.5. Uh, I think Voldemort... Oh, yeah, Voldemort also knocked down Iron Man. 33. Nice. Uh, and then we got Iron Man, obviously. And then I think our next would be Rick Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty stout top five. And I like that because they're not all bad people. Mm, no, like, like no. Iron Man's supposed to be a hero. Rick Sanchez is kind of the weird anti-hero. Like, yeah. 
It's just yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's a good mix. Uh, and then Captain Hook is kind of a comical bad person, yet yeah. somehow somehow manages <laughs> to be really, really terrible really, to work for. Really bad. I would not go through that temp agency again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be like you join the crew the day before they sail off? Right. And you're stuck there forever. This is only supposed to be until the next port. Well, that's too bad for you. But if you do get out, man, all that vacation time. <laughs> you have a it's lot just, of back pay, you owe me. saved up. Right. Um, so I think we had discussed earlier that... Are we going to do the Batman as the cutoff? Anybody above Batman makes it in? I think so. Somewhere around there. We'll figure it out. It was like 25, right? And I think the real question is, Daphs, do you think we're ready for the playoffs, or do you think there's a few more you want to add? Um, it's. I'm going to need to think for a while. That's, I think that's fair. See I think... if I can come up with at least three more solid candidates. I each. have at least one that I feel like deserves to be on. I would be sad if didn't make it. Okay. Um, so I think maybe we'll do one more episode Mm -hmm. and then I think we need to gear up for the playoffs. And I think the playoffs I'm guessing will take us through Mm -hmm. much of, uh, the next few months. Yeah. I'm thinking well into September and maybe October. Oh, it could even be, it it could even be quite the extravaganza. It depends on how many people make the, make the playoffs. Yep. I mean, it's, I don't even want to think about it. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, well, this has been a wonderful episode, Daphs. But I think it's time for us to go finally. I think so. It's a long episode for sure. It is, yeah, it's very long. Um, so, for all of us here, I'm Rick. I'm Daphs. And we'll see you later. <laughs>